0: Allo, welcome on Chatterbox Radio.
1: Bienvenuto a
2: Chatterbox Radio.
0: John Cash is live with us on Chatterbox
1: Radio.
2: Hey, y'all. Welcome to Chatterbox Radio. Love it. Love it. Welcome to Chatterbox Radio. 100% guarantee that we don't know what we're guaranteeing. Here we go, part two. With Erin Caldwell, she's a therapist and a specialist in EMDR If you want to find out more about EMDR and how Erin used it to get through her painful loss, she is so inspiring and motivational. I can't imagine what she went through. The fact that she sought action and put her plan into place, she was able to be free, free from her pain, free from the controlling thoughts and emotions of such a deep loss. Take a listen.
1: The majority of people are great clients for EMDR. It moves through integrating where we want to be with our beliefs that hold us back from where we want to get to. And it's a type of therapy that integrates those thought processes Uh um, and shifts our thinking very quickly.
2: So So who would would not do it then? Because I don't want to, you know, recommend or suggest something without letting them know Here's the disclaimer. Yeah. Right, 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 right.
1: Well, I, I think anybody could be assessed by a therapist for it, but I would say that like somebody I would not do it is somebody, um, let's say who actively psychotic, mm-hmm. like actively hallucinating in my office. Mm-hmm. Somebody yeah, I wouldn't want to make sure they're stable, right? Somebody who is actively under the influence. There's protocols to help with eating disorder. There's protocols to help with obsessive obsessive compulsive disorder. I did not know this. Yes, there's protocols for anxiety, panic disorder. Um, There is protocols there. I mean, there is protocols for all kinds of mood disorder. There is protocols for um, there is past, future, present protocols. That's typically where we start is past, present, future. Sorry. We have obsessive compulsive protocols. We have typical depression protocols. We have hoarding protocols, body dysmorphic protocols, um, postpartum protocols. (laughs) Um, I mean, there's just, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it just depends on what your birth trauma protocols. Um, I had great success with um, somebody who was, pregnant and she had had a a very traumatic previous delivery and was having so much anxiety about her upcoming delivery. She had not intended on getting pregnant again. In fact, she had her tubes tied And it failed her. Um, Yeah.
2: I want Um, my money back. I I, I told that doctor and say, okay, write me a check for college tuition. I was just going to say you can pay for college.
1: (laughs) Yes. She was so super sweet. And because it was such a surprise anyway. um, And because the last birth had been so traumatic. Um, So we did a whole, like we processed the past. And then we did a lot of time on a future template uh what is this gonna look like and what could we what resourcing could we do what could we what could we work on installing as far as sights and sounds and smells that her husband could support her because she was having a plan C section so you know installing how she could soothe herself and how she could picture it in the future tense
0: thing for someone to ha to be able to do to sort of you know, like red line it, like we're not, we're not carrying this anymore. Yeah. The future's going to be brighter and we're going to yeah. actually draw the line here and we're going to do, we're going to actually do the work and we're going to change our future for the better. Mm-hmm. What a gift.
1: Well, let me tell you, so I, I'm not even sure I've told you this, Carrie. Um, I'm not sure I've told you how I came to love EMDR. Um, I don't think so no. Okay. So the way I was introduced to EMDR was, um, and I know, I know you know this story, but um, so my second daughter at 15 months old um, died in a drowning and I was working in the ER. I was doing trauma work at the time and I found out 10 days later that I was pregnant. So with my middle daughter, my Grace.
0: Oh um, my gosh.
1: So I was obviously. all
2: over my body.
1: Yeah, my, um, I was a mess. I had to somehow handle my grief, get ready for a new baby. And I wanted to be the most present mom I could. I had a three-year-old, a three and a half-year-old. Oh my
0: goodness. I can't even imagine walking through that. It was a really, really dark time. And thankfully,
1: the therapist I saw, I, I was seeing, um, a psychiatrist after after she passed away I was referred to a psychiatrist when I found out I was pregnant I found let me tell you this so the way I found out I was pregnant was I knew I wasn't sleeping <laughs> I knew I needed to go get something for sleep because I hadn't slept in I don't know eight days or something like that like really sure. not slept yeah. I was a mess sure and I knew I was already that late for my period. And I was like, huh, a doctor's not going to prescribe me something. If I'm pregnant. Right. So I need to do a pregnancy test because I know they're going to ask me when my last period was and I'm already late. And I want to go get medicine. Yeah. <laughs> so I took a pregnancy test so that I could go get sleep medicine. That's how I found out I was
0: pregnant. And all the while you also have a three-year-old.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That you have, Um, you know, that's yours. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the excitement, but also, yes, yet the terror and the fear of having another baby. And then you just, was the the excitement all of it.
0: Yeah. Was the excitement so like had to be, did it need to be like postponed a bit, like compartmentalized, Uh, like I'll deal with this in nine months kind of a thing. Cause I feel like that's where my brain would go. It'd be like, okay, I'm pregnant, but we're going to talk about this in nine months. I don't think I could do both.
1: Yeah. I don't think I even, I honestly feel like I put off celebrating the pregnancy until I had dealt with my grief more. Um, because I had to, I, I was so conflicted and I praise God and thank him every day for my grace. Um, She's one of the biggest blessings in my life. She is. And and I say I have a hard time with um, everything happens for a reason because I have a hard time making sense out of that loss in my life. Yeah. But I can say that we choose to bring reason to what happens in our life.
0: For comfort's sake. Yeah. Or, you
1: know, just for our own personal meeting. I mean, what, what happened from there was I got EMDR and it changed my life. I mean, I, I couldn't look at the pool. I couldn't bathe my daughter. I couldn't standing at the kitchen sink was horrifying for me because the running water in the pool and like none of that. And EMDR
2: very quickly recovered me from that. How long did it take you? How many treatments did you go to? so you started feeling like you were having a benefit.
1: Oh, um, I want to say in less than ten treatments, I had my daughter back, Emma back at swim lessons.
2: Oh, you're kidding! I thought like mm-hmm. you were going to say in ten treatments, I started to turn a corner, like in ten so treatments, like a- you're back at the pool. Yeah, that's- no, I was able to have. I mean,
1: I wasn't in the water, but I was able to yeah, sit.
2: Around it and with a kid. I was able to sit,
1: and Emma be in swim lessons, mm-hmm. and. You know, I had Grace and then two and a half years later, I had Bridget and Grace did infant survival swim lessons. Mm -hmm. And by Bridget, I trained and then I was an infant survival swim teacher for eight years. I taught tons and tons and tons of babies survival swimming. No, I had taught it out of my home. I taught lots of babies. That is such
2: a powerful story. Look at that. I mean, that's what I'm talking about, Erin. That's actually right there. You just yeah. turned it around and gave back. Well, that's recovering
0: from the, what I imagine would be just the most intense trauma yes. that I could fathom right. for myself as a parent. Yeah, worst nightmare of your life. And then you literally go through this process and this is what comes out on the and other end. And then you're, you're giving many, back and how many children you're potentially saving. But I mean, you're actually in the water and doing this is beyond like, I can't even wrap my mind around that. You didn't just you're the hands and feet, girl, a Jesus right there. That's
2: hands and feet.
0: It is. Well, it's not just like recovering. And I use that term loosely because I don't think it's probably the right one, but it's not processing what happened and then moving on with your life. It's actually like, my gosh, what you gave back through what you suffered. That's phenomenal. It hurts me, though, to think, like you said, I, I don't because I wouldn't dare want to say it happened for a reason either, because yeah. reconciling loss like that to me minimizes the tragedy and it, or it minimizes what was lost. So I struggle with that reconciliation, too. But on the flip side, how powerful for you to use this tool that allowed you to move forward in a powerful way because there's
2: a lot of people out there that say that happened to them they would be angry for the rest of their life stuff the fact that you went and sought treatment and then you went to the pool like I'm not sure if I would have ever been around a pool again and I'm just being real with you like just but that's the power of that MDR you had to choose it you had to get on your shoes and go get MDR you had to get on your shoes and bathing suit isn't that everything then go do and that's what you're saying and i love that i'm so you walk the walk baby well what i do believe is that
1: we have to take control of choosing our life path one thing i do say is that every choice is a choice like we're choosing to do something or we're choosing not to do something but both are a choice and both will probably be hard yeah Um, And one thing I I did feel strongly about was that I had to move forward and having other small kids helped me a lot, you know,
2: and the joy that they can bring and distraction on top of it. Yeah.
1: And I, I knew that I wanted their childhood memories to be more than that loss. Um, So I was very committed to you know, not living. And my daughter's name was Sarah, but not feeling like their childhood was in her grief and her yeah. shadow. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. This has been amazing. I have, and I can't wait. So yeah. we can talk to you again. Yeah. Um, I would like to get a list of resources from you and we'll post yeah. it on our website. And okay. so I want to make sure we got all the right resources that we can give people. Mm-hmm. Um can find help. Yeah, and they're just need. Yeah, don't know where to start. I was so happy when you were sharing, started to share that story because you have so many amazing personal stories that you've been through. That I know just those in and of itself will help so many people. So thank you for sharing that. Come on, Erin. What's the word? What? what am I? You're like our um guru therapist guru. She's it's not to guru, the guru and it's
0: not contributor, but you're like our. Uh, I that, it starts with an R in my head. Rabbi. Yes. You,
2: a rabbi? you are our rabbi. That's what we're gonna call her now. You're You've never gonna call that. Okay. I'll rabbi. take it. Yeah.
0: Rabbi. We'll we'll rabbi. Uh, yeah. We'll get oh. you certified online. It's fine. Awesome. Okay.
2: <laughs> we love you. Is there anything yes, that you, you want us so much leave off with or say with anyone for this episode?
1: No, I think that that my heart just says, you
2: know, choose
0: your path and do something towards it. Yeah, that's right. Action.
2: We're going to help them do it.
0: Thank you so much. And everything for me to hear was so interesting and exciting. But I will tell you, your own personal story is it's like going to make me cry. It is not lost on me. The change that you were able to walk in, like to to move through that that's the key right there like yeah it's ne- it's there's a problem identifying mm-hmm. it and dealing it but having the ability to go from the darkest space and change actually actually mm-hmm. truly truly change. change and then be better for it on the other side that's gold are you moses <laughs> are you sarah well i was gonna say sarah wait is sarah who's no that's abraham and that's your daughter's name yes but i was thinking moses's wife's name was that. well thank you we we're gonna want to circle back if you're gonna want to circle back that uh, would be my privilege thank you sarah. thank you have an awesome day
1: love you Erin. love you guys you so much. Too. you're amazing
2: Thank you for listening to Chatterbox Radio, unraveling the untold. If you have a great story that you want to share to inspire, encourage, or just reach out, please do email us at podcast at thechatterboxradio.com. Until then, imagine breathing in all the love, all the joy that you can possibly imagine filling yourself up and go be a blessing to the people around you because they need you.